Good morning, my friend. I hope you are doing well. It is November 30th. We have reached the end of New Thing November, and I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We were in San Antonio with all of our kids and grandkids in the same place at the same time, which is hard to do these days, but we had the best time, and we came back refreshed and ready to go. Um, Then just I hope that you had a wonderful holiday. Um, And if you didn't, then we're praying for you, and I hope that that some times are refreshing are coming for you. Listen, it's the end of New Thing November. We talked about how this month we had to get rid of some old things to get ready for the new thing that God wants to do. And I'm going to tell you a couple stories this morning. I I had planned to do a whole long, brand-new episode this morning. I'm going to try, but I've got uh, Harvey woke up at about 3 o'clock this morning throwing up in his crate. So i got the dogs asleep next to me. Harvey's been sick a couple times this morning, so... Not going to promise that this will come off the way I want it to, but if not, I'll give you something else to think about. But I've got a little kind of a, just a, a mindset shift that I want to make with you as we go into December and as we try to finish strong for 2022 and get ready to go into next year. I've got a couple songs, a couple scriptures for you, um, and we'll just see if we can get through this. Uh, Lord Will and Harvey and Lewis will sleep through the whole thing, and you and I will talk about how to finish New Thing November and get ready for a dry December and a great 2023. But Lisa first is going to tell us the good news, which is that we can always start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. All right. Hey, listen, I'm excited to be back in front of this microphone with you. We I, I prepared about two weeks worth of content because I knew we were going to be out of town, and I don't ever want... Um, to really broadcast that we're traveling and whatnot. We like to, of course, keep those kinds of things quiet until we're back from a trip. Um, so I, I, I had prepared a lot of stuff before you, so it, or for you while I was away. So it's been a couple of weeks since I actually sat here and talked to you, and I kind of miss you. <laughs> it's funny how important this thing has become in my life, and we hear from so many of you all over the world um, just about every week that uh, it's making a difference. So I pray that the podcast is helpful to you. Um, if you want to think about becoming a, a paid subscriber, if you want to help support this mission of growing the, the podcast around the world, just uh, check out drleewarren.substack.com. There's opportunities for you to contribute and become part of the community on a deeper level. And in 2023, the paid subscribers are going to get their money's worth. They're going to have some private episodes every week. We're going to have some Zoom calls and some some stuff, some worksheets and some different access to the new book. 
that uh, free subscribers don't have. You're going to have always the podcast uh, for you, the weekly newsletter, lots of archived content. Free subscribers will always get tremendous value uh, for listening and reading and being part of the team. But but if you want to jump up and become part of the of the process, if you want to become a part of the support that helps this thing happen every day, you can consider being a paid subscriber, drleemore.substack.com, or you can uh, check out the website. There's some other opportunities to help and be part of the team. So listen, we talked about New Thing November, and our, and our theme verse for New Thing November was Isaiah 43, 18 and 19, where God says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So what God says is it's time to stop looking back. We we all have things in the past that we either great triumphs that we feel like we can't recapture again. And we, and we go around kind of downcast saying, gosh, it used to be this, or I used to have that, or I used to feel this, or I used to be able to wear that size, or I used to be able to whatever. And we, and we spend today worrying about yesterday and feeling bad that we can't reclaim some of those former glory, right? Or we we did some things in the past that we're ashamed of, or we feel bad about, or we we hurt over, and we can't let go of those hurts and, and problems in the past enough to enjoy and be present and live out a good story in the, in the present and the future. And so what God's saying is, hey, forget about it. The stuff in the back, there, there are no old beaches, right? The, the, the beach gets turned over. The tide comes a couple times a day and washes those old footprints away. There's no old beaches, friend. Forget the former things. Don't dwell on that. Uh, the the Proverbs or uh, Psalm thirty seven rather says, "Fret not yourself. Don't don't worry about stuff that you can't control." Right. So what he's saying here is you got to let go of the past, e- even if the past was really really good for you, and you got to let go of the past even if the past was really really bad for you because it's not possible to repeat it. There's no old beaches. So he said, you got to let that go because he says, I want to do a new thing that springs up. Perceive it. I'm making a way in the wilderness. Friends, sometimes life feels like a wilderness, doesn't it? I mean, the last three years for lots of us have been really, really hard. But he says, I can make a way where there is no way. It might seem impossible to you, but I can do it. And you got to get your brain, you got to get your neuroscience on the fact that your limbic system is default negative. Your 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 internal voice is almost always negative, and about five times more powerful are negative inputs over positive ones. Meaning that when something negative happens, it sticks a lot harder. It makes synapses more easily. And if you want to be able to clear all that junk out of there and get your executive function, get your frontal lobes working, so that you can think through and respond rather than just reacting to all the stuff that life throws at you, you've got to clear your brain out you got to change your mind so you can change your life and the first thing is you got to stop looking backwards or you're going to trip and fall over things that would be easily avoided if you were looking forward okay god says i want to do something new i want to make a new way for you where there hasn't been a way for you i want to make a stream in the wasteland i want to give you something to drink when you're in a place where there's nothing to drink right so the first thing I want to do this morning, just just spend a minute here, and let's just acknowledge that we're tired. It's been a it's been a rough year for lots of us. Get out on the prayer wall, wlewarnmd.com slash prayer, and you'll see, even if you're having a pretty good year, there's a lot of people that are suffering, they're hurting. Okay, there's a lot of people that are struggling and we're tired. 
And we're just tired of being tired. Some people say, why does my life always have to be so hard? I'm so tired of being tired. I don't remember what a good night's rest feels like. And, and friend, Jesus understood this. He understood that people struggle and they suffer and they have a hard time in life. And sometimes they're just tired. And that's why he said in Matthew 11, 28, 30, 28 through 30, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I heard Chris Hodges, a pastor at our old church in Alabama, Church of the Highlands, I heard him give a sermon about this verse, and, and he says in the Greek, and I've not taken the time to look this up myself, so I hope I'm not misquoting the Greek here, but I trust Chris is a great pastor and a great preacher. And he said the Greek here for yoke, when Jesus says my yoke, he's referring to a, a yoke that was custom made for that particular ox. That, that, that a normal yoke would be uncomfortable. It would be like putting on somebody else's shoes, right? It wouldn't feel right. It would be hard and your feet would hurt. And it would be a struggle for you to walk in somebody else's shoes. But Jesus is saying, I will take that uncomfortable, heavy, burden, difficult, chafing, strenuous yoke from you and i will give you a custom one that's made just for you it's going to feel right it's going to be easy to wear and it's going to help you accomplish your mission he's saying i'm going to give you some rest here my yoke is easy my burden is light and that's what i want for you if you're tired he says come to me so the first thing i want to do this morning is i want to spend a second just just acknowledge friend if you're tired it's okay to tell god hey i'm tired i need some rest i want you to help me reset and get ready for next year so i'm gonna give you a song from david crowder band oh great god give us rest and during this song just acknowledge that you're tired acknowledge to god say it out loud hey can you help me i'm tired of of being tired i'm tired of everything feeling so hard let's let david crowder sing to us as we worship for just a moment and kind of get your mind on that place where you're ready to accept his promise of doing a new thing here's david crowder
Amen. That's a beautiful song. And I just wanted to take a minute to kind of pray through that and spend some time worshiping and telling God, hey, we're tired. We are ready for you to keep that promise of doing a new thing for us. We're ready. I want to challenge you, friend, as we get ready to get out of New Thing November, I want you to focus on the things that you need to dry up and get rid of if you're going to let God do a new thing. Remember Hebrews chapter 12. It's one of my favorite passages of Scripture, first part of Hebrews 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, so there's, there's people before you who have watched, who are watching, who are rooting for you. And all of us in this community, we're rooting for you, friend. Since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, Let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of God. Here's the deal. He says, you got to cast off stuff that's holding you back. you got to get rid of things that are hindering you so that you can pursue the race that he wants you to be running. Because when you take his yoke, remember, he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. But in Hebrews, we're getting this metaphor that some things are not easy and some things are not light. And some things are hard to hang on to, right? And so if you want to run a race that's successful, It would be smart then to get rid of things that were slowing you down and hindering you up. So here's the thing. We just talked about New Thing November. We talked about this idea that you can't start something new until you get rid of something old. That's not always true, of course, but but in this, you understand what I'm saying here. If if you want to let God do a new thing, you can't keep looking backwards at the old thing that he's asked you to get rid of, right? So... The concept for December, we're going to call it dry December. Now, don't be confused. There's some people that don't drink alcohol, for example. And so if we said, well, I want to have dry December, they might think we were talking about drinking alcohol and not and giving it up for one month. So that's not what I'm talking about. If you, if, if you have something in your life that is hindering you and holding you back, and be honest with you, nobody's judging you here, okay? I've, I've got my own stuff, okay? But if there's something and you really evaluated it and you said to God just now, hey, I want, you, I want you to give me rest, and he might respond by saying, well, I'm trying to give you rest, but you spend so much time on Instagram or on pornography or on television or on whatever that you blow your brain up and then you can't, you wonder why you can't sleep. Or I'm trying to give you rest, but you keep using alcohol right before you go to bed and that keeps you awake because your body's processing all that sugar and your metabolic activities all fired up trying to deal with all the poison you just put in your liver and you can't sleep. I'm trying to give you rest, but you won't let me. So if you, if you honestly say to God that you're ready for rest and you're ready to accept his promise of a new thing for 2023, then what would he respond to you with? And if there's something that you can hear him saying or your heart is tugging you, or if you're not a believer, don't, don't, don't think I'm giving you a pass here. If you're not a believer, friend, just listen to your own heart, okay? I believe the Holy Spirit tells us some things that we need to know. But if you're not if you're not a believer, then you do know and you would acknowledge that you have a voice in your head that talks to you. And sometimes that voice tells you the truth about yourself, even when other people aren't willing to say that to you, right? So what's holding you back? Is there something that you know you need to get rid of or something that you know you need to sharpen or change or cast off? There's something that's holding you back that's keeping you stuck. And if you find that thing, and you can be honest with yourself about it, then let that be dry December for you. And just just do one thing for me. We're going to do a 31-day experiment together. 
If it's alcohol for you, then sign up for Andy Grace's 31-day alcohol experiment. It's free online. I put the link in the show notes. If it's not alcohol, if it's something else, if it's Cheetos, that may or may not be my problem. <laughs> I always talk about Cheetos. I don't know why. But if you have something, gambling, pornography, a relationship that needs to end, um, inactivity, okay, overspending, Whatever it might be, complacency or too much time on political websites or, or just or whatever. If your heart is saying, hey, I can't, and it doesn't have to be sin, by the way. I'm not just talking about sinful things or bad things. I'm talking about anything that's out of balance in your life that's keeping you from doing something else that you know you need to do or you feel called to do, okay? There's lots of writers that listen to me, okay? And I have a friend in Alabama who hasn't written a book in a long time, a great writer, but her life's been kind of doing other stuff for a while, and she's feeling this call that she's supposed to be writing. And, hey, I'm just calling you out, friend. It's time to write, right? What's the best way to start writing your book? Start writing your book. <laughs> What's the best way to avoid not writing your book? Start writing your book. So, my friend, here's what I'm trying to say to you this morning. The dogs are still asleep, by the way, so your prayers are working. What I'm trying to say is you, you can believe that if you cast off that old thing, God will give you the new thing. He'll do the thing that he wants to do for you, and he will give you rest, and he will give you peace, and he will make water in the desert. He'll make a way where there is no way. He will. He's begging you to do it. He just wants you to get out of your own way so he can help you because he can't do that new thing until you cast off the old thing. So let's think about dry December. We want to finish this year strong. And we want to tell a good story with our lives. And we want to grasp everything he has in store for us for next year. Then we need to finish strong. And let's let something dry up so he can make a, a stream in the desert for us in another place. Okay? So dry December. And we need to think about it today. So the last day of November, we're going to go into the season of letting stuff dry up and settle down and die off and new things start to sprout and bloom and it's winter time here in nebraska but i want you to think of that something new growing and then growing in the soil and getting ready to burst out next year in order in order to do that you've got to prepare the soil right so all the farmers listening jerry deaver and all my friends out there who are farmers will know that this time of year is not wasted there's things happening inside the ground they're going to produce a crop next year that, that that soil's getting ready and that's what i want you to do for this year for your for yourself friend this December, we're going to dry things up. Now, I want to tell you just a little story about something I remembered from my childhood, and I want to leave that with you today as we get ready to go into dry December and then prepare for something great happening in January. I can't remember the name of this book, and I looked for it, and I can't find it, but when I was a kid, my mom bought me a children's book that was a, a kind of a tall, you know that thick cardboard that they print children's books on? It was tall and narrow. It was maybe six inches wide, and the pages were all split into thirds from top to bottom so that you could you could read the story, and then you could flip the top or the middle or the bottom section, and the next page would be different depending on which story, which page you flip. So you could, for example, you could flip the top one on one page and the middle one on the next page and the bottom one on the next page, and the story would take a different direction depending on which page you, cho you chose to flip, right? So there were dragons and there were spaceships and there were monsters and there were knights and there was all this stuff that, that happened in the story. And, and all the one, different ones, no matter how you flip through it, you ended up winning in the end. So... It was this really cool book because the story wasn't ever the same twice. And one thing I remember about that little book is that after I'd read it a few times, I'd been through it a few times, I started to remember 
what hadn't happened yet. So even before I flipped a page, I would kind of be able to choose which page to flip based on how I wanted that story to come out. And I would start to almost almost make this story turn out the way I wanted it to. I would remember what hadn't happened yet. And that's what I want to leave you with today, okay? It's, it's the fact that even though you don't get to choose what the writer or the artist or life or circumstances has already put on the next page, you can have some influence on how you flip through those pages, how you respond to them. So, so when you get to tomorrow, something may happen, like God forbid, the phone call we got one Tuesday night in August of 2013, so my son Mitchell had died. I didn't want to flip to that page. I didn't want that to be how my story happened. But that wasn't the end of the story, right? I, 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 God said, hey, there's other pages in your life to flip to. And yeah, that, that one page was really bad, and that's going to produce some changes in how everything else plays out. But it's not the end of your story. And that's the reason that I started writing and podcasting and doing all these things is because I want to help you navigate those times in your life when you flip to a page that you weren't expecting and something terrible is on that page. And what do you do next? Do you just quit and close the book and die? Or do you let that, that page be the story, the entire story that the rest of your life tells? Or do you have some influence? And one thing that will happen to you over time, if you live long enough, I see it every day in my office, is that massive thing that happened in your life won't be the only one, okay? There will be other big things that occur in your life. And so sometimes you can remember what hasn't happened yet, and you can start to think about how your life's going to play out. You can decide ahead of time how you're going to respond to hard things that come. You can decide what you believe about God. You can you can decide and preload or prehab, as I call it, in the new book that's coming out in July. Hope is the first dose. We talk about prehab, how you get your brain and your heart ready to make good decisions when you do encounter hard things. Because you remember what hasn't happened yet. You remember that God promised you. Jesus said, John 16, 33, in this world you're going to have trouble. But in John 10, 10, he, but, but he finishes that in John 16, 33, take heart. I've overcome the world. So even though you're going to have a hard time, he's already overcome it. You can remember that he's going to keep his promises. Remember that he has a, a burden for you that's lighter than the one that you're carrying. You can remember that he wants to make streams in the wasteland for you. Remember that he wants to do a new thing, even though it hasn't happened yet. So arming yourself with that will enable you then to make a better decision about which page to flip to next and how to how to work your way through that story. Okay? So you don't get to choose what happens on the next page, but you do get to choose how you respond to it. Jesus, God says in Isaiah, I know the end from the beginning. He, he knows how the story's going to play out, and your job is to keep flipping those pages and being ready to respond in a faithful and, and, and proper way when things occur that you weren't ready for. When, the, when things challenge what you think you knew, you can still have faith, and your faith will be stronger than your doubts, okay? But you got to get out of your own way, friend. We have to dry some things up. We have to prepare that soil so that he can do what he wants to do in our lives, which is always better for us, okay? I want you to spend December drying things up. Guard your heart, okay? Proverbs chapter 4 says in verse 23, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Sorry, I bumped into the microphone there. Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Listen, we're talking about flipping through these stories, okay? 
Proverbs 4, 26 and 27, Give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or left. Keep your foot from evil. This verse is quoted again in James. Make level paths for your feet. Make level paths for your feet. Okay? Actually, I think that might be Hebrews. Let me see. Level paths. I'm actually Googling it in real time here. Yeah, Hebrews twelve thirteen. Sorry, I was already in Hebrews twelve. Hebrews twelve thirteen talks about making level paths. What does that mean? I always used to tell my kids that: strengthen your feeble knees, your feeble arms, and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet, so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. He's talking about don't avoid every hard thing in your life. That's not what anybody wants you to do. But if you have a choice ahead of time. To think, what's the best path I could take here? Would it be smarter to take a path that's safe? For you're not going to fall, you're not going to die, you're not going to fall back into some old habit. Like, like don't dial that number if you know you ought not to be talking to that person, right? Don't go to the liquor store and buy wine and then wonder why you drank wine that night. Don't put stuff in your house that you ought not to eat. Make a level path for yourself. Just make good decisions earlier in the day. As Selena Samuela from Peloton says, make a decision and follow through. Set your intention and follow through, right? So we're going into this season of preparation, of drying up, dry December, whatever it is. I want you to just commit to it. You don't have to tell me. If you'd like to have some accountability, you can go put it on the prayer wall. You can put it on an anonymous prayer request. You can reply to the the post on Substack or send me an email, Lee at Dr. Lee Warren, if you just want me and Lisa and Tata to be praying about it. Let me know something that you want to dry up in December and, and let that be true for you. Make a decision every day. Today I'm going to let this thing dry up, and tomorrow I'm going to let it dry up, and the day after that I'm going to let it dry up. And then January will come, and you'll have 31 days under your belt. Just start strong for next year because you'll finish the story well this year. And you'll be able to do what Matt Redmond did. He wrote a song called Never Once, and I love the metaphors in this song. Never once did we ever walk alone. He talks about standing on this mountaintop and looking back at the path that he's taken to get to the top of the mountain. It was hard. It was difficult, but never once did, was he ever alone. Never once did God leave him alone. And then in another verse, he's talking about the battlefield, and he looks around, and the battle has been won, and it was hard. It was difficult. And it was dangerous. And it was scary, but he realizes never once did he ever walk alone because God is faithful. So, friend, I want you to let December be a time of drying up some things that you need to get rid of, casting off some things that are holding you back, taking up a new burden that's easier, a yoke that's lighter, that's more custom fit for you because it's right for the story that God wants your life to tell. To remember ahead of time some of the hard things that are coming on those pages in your life and be prepared to tell a better story. Okay, friend? That's what I want for you. That's what I want. New thing November to, to position you for is to let go of something old and grab onto something better that God has in store for you. It's what I want dry December to be as a time of preparing that soil so that next year he can take you where he wants you to go because you finally got out of your own way. So I finally got out of my own way. Okay. You don't get to choose what the writer or the artist put on those pages, but you do get to choose how you navigate them. Right. 
And the good news is you can start today. Listen, I'm always telling you, you can't change your life until you change your mind. We're going to play Matt Redmond's song, Never Once. And at the end of that, I want you to just say, okay, God, you have been faithful. I'm looking back over my life, and it's been hard things, but you've got me through it. I'm here today listening to this podcast, preparing the soil. I'm ready for something to dry up. It's dry December starting tomorrow. And whatever it is that you're ready to starve out and get rid of and cast off so that you can grab onto something new and let something new blossom and grow in your life, friend, it's time. Okay, it's just time. It's time to stop beating around the bush with it. It's time to stop your dalliance with whatever this thing is that's held you back for so long. It's time to stop letting it have control over you. It's time to stop submitting to its power in your life. It's time to let God show you that he really does have a better plan. It's time to use your brain to engage your frontal lobe and let neuroscience work on your behalf instead of reacting to everything and fight or flight all the time, okay? It's time. You can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. It'll be December. It's dry December. We're ready to go. Love to hear from you. I just I hope that this has been helpful to you. It's been really helpful to me, and I'm really grateful that Harvey and Lewis have slept through the whole thing. Here's Matt Redman. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Just how far we've come Knowing that for every step You were with us Kneeling on this battleground Seeing just how much you've done Knowing every victory Was your power in us Scars and struggles on the way But with joy
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.